welcome to Candy from Strangers. I'm Rebecca. And I'm James. And we're coming at you with Candid Talk, where we aim to contemplate and journey through this life and help your day taste a little bit sweeter. Happy New Year! Happy New Year! Welcome 2021. We don't have another resolution for you. We have a dare. Ooh, is it a triple dog dare? It might be. (laughs) So Beck and I have found that Resolutions really don't work for us very well. Or for the majority of the human race. Yeah, that's probably why we try to do them again every year and it just doesn't work. And from my studies, I found that goals are rather short-sighted and short-lived and they don't change lifestyles. So if resolutions and goals don't work at the beginning of the year, what does? So we found a resource a little over a year ago in a thrift store. Best place to find something. Just a little gem. And the book is called I Dare You. So of course I had to pick it up. It dared me to. And it was written in 1931 by the guy that started the Nestle Purina Company. I didn't know that. Yeah. Cool. Is there dog food in our, in our chocolate chips? <laughs> there might be. Oh. So the reason why I'm bringing the book up and why we're talking about dares is because this helped get me through this last year. And what I think works for us can work for you as well. And that's why I wanted to share just a little bit of wisdom that's almost a century old from a guy named William Danforth, who said, I dare you. And reading through this very quick book, and I'm going to put the link if I can in the details, and it's just like $4 on Amazon. I highly recommend it. I've got it for a couple of friends of mine. But in it, he lays out a couple dares and challenged Becca and I to square up our life. And he uses the term square because he describes life as four sides of a square. And a lot of people are pretty lopsided. They don't focus on uh, one or two or three aspects of their life that they should. And he breaks it down. says you should devote equal time and energy to each side and it should be squared up. Think of actual four square like from recess way back when. That's what's great about century old wisdom. It's uh, simple like (laughs) recess. So last year, we didn't have resolutions. We, we didn't resolve to do anything, which was good because last year kind of threw out a lot of people's resolutions of what they thought was going to happen. And we didn't even meet all of the dares in his book, but we did incorporate what he was talking and challenging us with throughout the year. And it helped get us through a lot of different things. It challenged us and we worked on our finances, our health. He talked a little bit about making sure that we stay creative and we challenge ourselves mentally. And he challenged us to connect with people. And in the midst of all this crazy, guys, I talked more with my family last year than I have for like a decade. And that's just with my extended family. Just I like I was very intentional about getting a hold of them. I'm actually challenging and I'm daring myself to actually meet all four dares he has in his book. And I think that I've put in the work and that Beck has put in the work that we can actually dare ourselves this year and see where it goes. And that's what we want to turn around and share that dare with you to clean up and look at your life, whether it's the mental, the physical, the social, or the spiritual, and attack all four at the same times to square up your life. And it's more than just setting a goal. Goals don't change habits. Goals are great. Everyone should have goals in their life. You should... But goals are, well, a good goal 
again, back to the education that I've, I've gone into and the studies and what I've worked with and teams I've led, a good goal is described by an acronym called SMART, S-M-A-R-T. It's specific, it's measurable, it's achievable, it's realistic, and it's time-based. But when a goal is done, it's done. Right. There's, there's, no, there's no staying factor for a goal. All a goal is, is a measure of achievement for something you've done. Good job. That's not winning the game. That's just a point. What we want to talk about is winning the game, winning at life. And you should have goals in your life. That's not a lifestyle. That's just a measurement of what you're doing with your life. Oh, my gosh. And I've, I've fallen into that trap where I've had a goal after goal after goal. And I feel like I'm just constantly striving and reaching for more. But then in hindsight, I'm often left with the feeling of I didn't do enough. I didn't achieve enough because the goal's over and I have to start over again. I do like to have challenges, though. I do like to have areas where I can focus on, like spurts of energy, you know, little challenges here and there. But yes, I, I'm totally on board with this. And with goals also, everyone talks about resolutions at the beginning of the year. Well, resolutions aren't goals and they're not lifestyle changes either. They're just statements. I resolve to be healthy. Okay, good. That's, that's a, you're already past tense. Right, that's past tense. How are you going to do it? That's not a challenge. You're not actually leaning into anything. Resolutions are fantastic to write down on paper and like for statements out of committees, whatever that you that you've where have you ever seen a resolution actually be in action? And that's where a dare, a challenge is immediately active. It is immediately a verb that you something you have to lean into. Yes, get that fighting blood up, like get the adrenaline going in 2021. The dares that Danforth talks about in his book that he addresses, and he's, he's daring me, he's daring Becca, he's daring you, are your physical. He's very simple with his explanations and his expectations. 1931 wisdom, go walk a mile a day. This is not something hard to do. Sit up straight at your desk. A person who stands up tall is immediately respected in whatever room he's standing in or she's standing in. If I go in to do business with a person and they're slumped over their desk and, you know, kind of slouchy, I don't have immediate trust that they know what they're doing or that they're going to be able to provide a service that I'm seeking. But somebody who's sitting up straight and is alert and attentive, you're automatically wanting to to connect with that person. And go for a walk. Take somebody else with you on a walk. It's just like going for a cup of coffee. There are many marriages, friendships, coworkers that would do well with just going for a walk. Just go outside, enjoy some fresh air, and stop looking at the screen. Stop looking at whatever assembly line you're at just for a minute and just breathe. And a, a walk can be done in your 15-minute break. And then you're back at it. Immediately, you're re-energized. So the second square, the second box, if you will, inside the big box, is the mental square. And this is challenging you to be creative. How are you engaging your mind? So for myself, my loving wife bought me a guitar for Christmas. So my dare to myself to challenge me mentally, it's going to learn how to play the guitar. That's my creative challenge, my creative dare this year. I haven't attempted to do that since I was 14 years old. (laughs) I was so surprised. He just 
he was so excited to have this gift and he picked it up and just started strumming on the guitar. And I thought, what? When did you learn to do that? I actually know a couple chords and a couple things, but it, I don't know how to play. For anybody who knows me uh, and is listening, they know this. <laughs> so it's one thing to say, oh, I'm going to learn French this year, or I'm going to learn to play the guitar as some sort of um, creative challenge to engage your mind. But it's another thing to say, this week I'm going to commit five hours into doing what it is that I have set before me, this challenge. For me, the creative side is to write a screenplay. I have told myself and made the commitment to myself that I'm going to set aside five hours this week. And that really works for me because I have kids and my days um, are kind of fluid because we're home learning still. And so I might get two hours done one day and then one the next and maybe nothing the next day. But I can shift those hours around wherever I need to. I'm not locked into seven days a week, you know, but I can move it and adjust it and pivot as I need to. And that's what's great about Danforth's plan. His dares are based around long-term action plans that you check in with yourself every month, every three months, and you identify what it is you've been successful at and where you haven't been successful at, and then asks why. That's the great thing about this. It's not a resolution or goal. This is a lifestyle action plan dare where he's actually looking at challenging you in these things, but also giving you the tools to implement them and adjust with life. Because we all know after 2020 that life throws challenges and curveballs at you. You have to be able to adjust accordingly. I'm so excited for this challenge for us. The third facet, the third side of your square, and this one's really hard, especially with the current pandemic, with the challenges that everybody has already with our time. This is the social side of your square. And this one's interesting. I love how he says this. Danforth says this. How do you develop a magnetic personality? But then he immediately, he immediately goes in to identifying and defining it for you. Are you a greater factor in your community than you were a year ago? You define your community. You identify who your community is. Are you actually impacting them more this year than last? Well, and are you contributing to their welfare, to the welfare of others, and how? And sometimes you are the person who needs somebody to contribute to your welfare. But when you're able to, hey, you need to take a look at what you are doing and if you are reaching out and helping to build your own community. And if you're not in a community, well, there's a side of your square that you need to beef up. Find a community. We're out here. If you're listening, welcome. You're part of our community. Yay! And we appreciate you. And that's why we want to share this with you. That's what this is about. That's why we're doing this podcast. You're part of our dare. Reaching out, building the community, and trying to contribute in positive ways is definitely a dare that I am on board with. The fourth facet, the fourth side of your square. Now, he uses 1931 language, so be ready for it. He calls it religious. The other term for that is your spiritual. But his first question that he asks about, it's not where do you go to church, not how do you attend service. No, is how honest are you? How dependable are you? What is your character? That is your spiritual, your religious square. Then he goes into, and I really love this one, what is your great cause in life? 
or what is your magnificent obsession? Simon Sinek would call this your why. And I love how Danforth ends this with your why, not starting it. Because it's a lot harder to identify your magnificent obsession when you're sitting down, slouched over, not connected with people. But when you start identifying, yes, I need to get out and go for walks. I need to sit up straight. I need to do things. Your blood's flowing. When you are creatively engaged, when you're thinking, when you're actually challenging yourself to learn more, and then when you're connecting with people, after you're doing these things and identify that you can do these things, then you're really figuring out your why, your magnificent obsession, your great cause in life. And then that will drive your physical, your mental, and your social dares. It'll fill up those squares in the way that you were created to do that. It's going to light you on fire. Oh, it's going to light us on fire. So my challenge to myself, my dare, is to develop my spirit. This is hard. How do you develop your character? How do you challenge yourself to be more honest? How do you become more dependable? How do you identify if your character has grown or shrunk? And how do you fix that or continue that? But if it was easy, everyone would do it. And I dare you, I dare you to find out. We dare you to join us. And you know, maybe in two months, we'll check back in and say, hey, remember how we talked about these squares of your life? How are they? Are they solid? Are they kind of floppy? Do you have a lopsided kind of square? Your little four square stack? building here? How's it going? And I think this is a really great plan. It's a strategy because you can always reassess where do you need some work done and then you just build it brick by brick. And when we check back in in a couple months, that's part of our accountability for our dares. That's part of our action plan to check back in and say, hey guys, this is how we're doing this. This is how we're living what we've learned. And that's important to us to let you know this is working. We're not going to tell you something. We're not going to share anything with you that we're not ourselves working on in our lives or have known to be true. So just a bit of real talk, physical dare, that one's going to be hard because I don't work out a lot, but I will be challenging myself to walk. I'm going to be setting up an action plan that'll identify how I will dare myself to be better every day physically, mentally. Like my wife, my beautiful bride, is going to write a screenplay. I'm going to be writing a book. That's my second creative dare. My super handsome groom. Okay. I don't know. I'm just hot there. (laughs) (laughs) That's such a weird thing to say. My beautiful bride. My beautiful bride. Mm, My super handsome groom. Yeah, it doesn't come out the same way when it's... It's So awkward. (laughs) Sounds like I'm a broom. Let's sweep up this mess. Let's do it. What were you saying? I'm sorry. What were you saying? Well, I just wanted to articulate my dares one more time. Oh, okay. Okay. So let's just reiterate this one more time. There's four sides of your life and you picture it like these boxes stacked on top of each other. Literal four square. So first one is physical. You want to dare yourself to be physical every day, walk a mile every day if you can. What did he say? Something about like twisting your liver? I yeah, don't you're know supposed what... to twist your liver 50 times a day. I don't know what this means. Um, but for me, that is just move my body during the day. And if that's hauling a freaking laundry basket up the stairs, hey, I did something, right? Something physical. I just want to physically move my body every day. I'm not putting some crazy goal on myself. 
Um, there is a yoga challenge that just came out with, um, I love this girl. Her name is Adrian, and she does a challenge every year at the new year, yoga with Adrian, and it's just a 30-day challenge. And then it's done. It's like a goal. And I know myself, and this is something I've done before, it takes me way longer than 30 days <laughs> to finish this 30 days of yoga. But I know that helps me tone, build up some strength. And I think just moving my body every day is great. And that's there. It's free. It's on YouTube. And I can do that. So that's a challenge that I'm setting for myself right now in the physical box, physical square of my life. So I don't want to do the challenge just to slam my body through some program. The point is to reach the end of it and have a sense of accomplishment. Um, because I know the first time that I ever did one of these 30-day yoga challenge programs was after my C-section. And I just really needed to do something for myself and to help my body um, heal. And so I think trying to do that again right now after, after the past year um, is really going to lead into the next square, into the mental health side, because we're all mad here. Working on the mental side, already shared about the guitar. The other challenge that, and the dare that this is going to take me all year is that I am going to read a book every month, a new nonfiction novel to increase my intelligence, my creativity, to challenge myself. So the goal will be to complete a book every month and check in on that. But the dare is all year long sticking with that goal after goal after goal. Mm -hmm. The other one is writing a book. You guys have heard me talk about the book that I haven't written yet, the challenge of uh, National November Writers Month, but it's actually going to be daring myself to write this book all this year and get it done by the end of the year. See where I'm at with that, because those are rather significant long-term dares for my mental side. He focuses a lot on our creativity, which is great. You know, the mental, mental square of your life is also, how are you being creative? What are you producing? Is, you know, what are you consuming? And then what are you putting out into the world? And is one greater than the other? Do you need to shift? On the other side, with social, looking at squaring up your life with social endeavors, the key is, is how much of a factor are you in your community? Are you showing up? And if you're not, show up. And if you are, great job. Keep it up. And then with the spiritual, this is the last one. Increase your character. Develop your character. Use this year and the challenges of the last to become a better version of you. You're already pretty amazing. You've been doing great things. You lasted through 2020. Great job. What can we do this year? Develop our magnificent obsessions. That core inside of us that's who we are. How can we develop that light, that fire, and bring it to fruition this year? The world needs us to light up the way we're meant to light up. So we dare you. Read the book. Share with us in this dare to find our magnificent obsessions and to light that fire. I just have like eye of the tiger running through my head right now. <laughs> I'm like, yes, let's do it. Eye of the tiger. I will tell you guys, anyone listening to us, everyone listening to us, you light our fire. And you are part of our magnificent obsession and great cause. And so the motivation behind 
this idea of squaring up our lives isn't some flashy new resolution, happy new year goal. The motivation comes from a need and a desire to be whole and to not leave off parts that matter so much and really taking stock and evaluating what matters, what are, what are our values, you know, what's important. And that's, that's a big, something that I realized I was struggling with. And so my motivation for this is like Becca said, it's not flashy. It's, am I a good husband? Am I a good father? I check in with myself at the end of every day. What have I done well? What could I do better? Where did I like miss something? Because there was many days, months, years that I was distracted or I was focused on something that wasn't going to last. Wasn't something that I wanted to be actually known for at the end of my life. Or mattered that day. Like, like what truly mattered was whether or not my wife felt loved, whether or not my kids felt seen, whether or not I felt worthy. And I realized I wasn't paying attention to any of those three things. And it's like, okay, wait a minute. What's going on? Like, what do I need to be focused on? And what do I want to be? And I realized what I wanted to be didn't have a lot to do with how I got paid. That helped me support who I wanted to be. And now I focus more on what I want to be and less about how I get paid. My motivation here is how I connect with the most important people in my life and how I connect with myself to ensure that I can connect to the best of my ability with those people. And I don't do that without ensuring my spiritual side's taken care of, without ensuring my community social side's taken care of, without ensuring that my mental and physical sides are taken care of. And that's where Danforth's book really spoke to me. Because he looked at me and said, square up your life, James. And it was just in time for possibly one of the most stress-filled years that most people have ever experienced in their lifetime. That we've ever experienced in our lifetime. Yeah. So hopefully this book, this advice might reach somebody who really needs it. Who really needs it coming out of that hard season. This is part of our dare, our challenge to grow. Follow us. We're going to commit to squaring up our life in all these aspects that are so meaningful and so beneficial to us. And together, we are going to meet the challenge of this next year and become the better versions of ourselves that we know that we can be. What do you dare yourself to do in 2021? Square it up.
transform our lives. <laughs> it's like Transformers. Autobots. So there's your dare. So square up your life. We'll keep sharing what we learn and challenge you to do the same. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. <laughs>